Video Games Stop. The only podcast to offer you more one bam thank you ma'am minutes to the minus one. first episode of uh, Video Game Stop. Um, hopefully it'll turn out slightly better, though I'm running a bit short on time, you know, doing work and all from uh, college. So uh, it's critical time for me, so um, basically I'll find some uh, time to do it with the co-host, uh, Sid. So. But other than that, I'm just doing this to um, A, give the equipment a test, B, test the uploaders and stuff, and C, just to, you know, just to show you, we're still alive, we're not quite dead yet, you know. Okay, um, first thing on the agenda is, well, a big, on the agenda, a big piece of news, Mario Kart coming out this Friday, in case you didn't know, uh, video game stops based in England, so therefore, I'm sorry, but European-focused news mainly, okay? But, you know, we'll, we'll try and cover other stuff when we can, if we do it, you know. Um, basically, Mario Kart's coming out this Friday. Um, as I understand, uh, America's already got Mario Kart DS, and I'm sure, and I'm, you know, judging by the views and opinions, they're, you know, playing the hell out of it, you know, about five hours straight, that type of thing. <coughs> On that note, um, Nintendo Online, that's a really brand new thing, and, you know, they're stepping into brand new territory here, you know. Xbox, there was Xbox Live, Xboxes, you know, first dabble into online play, and then there's PlayStation 2 with their um, Final Fantasy 11, you know, they've all been online before. I mean, discarding a few, like, random events by Nintendo, like the SNES version, like, and the SNES one with the uh, satellite, for, <clears throat> there was a Zelda game with a satellite, and then basically, if you log onto the game at certain points of the day, you'll get like unlocks and stuff because you know you played it several times a day. And then there's something with a 64DD about um, F-Zero tracks and stuff. But other than that, Nintendo hasn't really been online, you know, because they've been quoted that you know online isn't the step forward. But you know, eventually, some, we have to all cave in to this. So, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not slagging them or anything. But you know, online play is sort of important. Okay, um, with this online play, uh, along comes uh, the introduction of Wi-Fi. A lot of the cities, major cities like London, you know, you've got a few hotspots and Sheffield and things like that. Um, I think we all pretty much know about, you know, the Wi-Fi coverage going through uh, McDonald's and Starbucks and all those, you know, big establishments. Um, basically, for all those who can't really go outside and walk around for a nice little stroll and pick up your Wi-Fi uh, hotspots, then um, there's always the option of getting this Nintendo Wi-Fi router, you know, the one that's Nintendo releasing, made by in cooperation with Buffalo. Yeah, 
um, basically plugs into your USB port install a CD it will do your settings for you if you just you know enter your WEP uh, thing well, I'm not actually sure it's not out for me yet but uh, enter, enter your like, WEP number for your uh, Wi-Fi uh, pen and then basically you just hit go and off you off you go racing against the world really um, one problem of that Nintendo you know being new to this all uh, it's sort of rare to find this USB pen I've been looking around on Lixang and Playage and you know it's been sold out on Lixang as well I'm not sure about Playage I'm sure they're quite low in numbers coming around about twenty uh, $29 $29 ish which comes about like, I don't know twenty pounds twenty twenty four pounds you know it's a, it's a bit dear but I'm sure for people who live out in the far off regions of you know England you know the moorlands and stuff like that or if you just so happen to live like I don't know in cowboy country or something you know you're not going to get Wi-Fi hotspots so you know when it comes down to it the USB dongle is the best way to go and it's not exactly cheap I think a good way to do it is to a good way would have been to give away this dongle with Mario Kart but you know what what am I to know? Nintendo's the, you know got the you know whiz whiz people you know thinking about up their ideas and stuff like that but um, basically um, relatively pain free pain free impl implementation of the Wi-Fi um, in your own home not many people have been having problems just you know idiots are going around if you happen to be an idiot I'm not offending you but you know when it comes down to it it's just plug install go 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 but some people have been having uh, a few problems like for example their um, Wi-Fi uh, broadcaster does not exactly support this this is talking about the routers by the way not the dongle um, when the, when the router supports a B a B band or a G band not and I think you need a G band and if you don't support a G band on your router, you probably won't get it to work. So uh, you got you got to check on the package and you know make sure you get the right you know router before you have to do so. Either that or just you know splash out for like twenty quid and just get yourself a dongle. Um, <coughs> uh, with this online, a lot of people have been worrying you know about lag times and stuff like that when playing Mario Kart because a lot of things if you want to power slide pro properly, fire you know green shells. And time it right. You you know you don't want lag. Um, <coughs> with this, I think Nintendo's uh, pretty much set like a frame rate of like 60 frames per second, setting it so that you know pretty much if you drop below that, you pretty much won't be able to get into a lot of the things and places. Kind of like um, this, kind of like one of those games made by the people who make Gunbound, like Rakion, which is basically like a third-person RPG action game, which basically limits. If you, if you, if you look below a certain internet speed, you'll it'll kick you out the game. Kind of harsh, but you know if you want like free games, that's probably the you know the only way to go about it. But with Nintendo, they've made it slightly more accessible in in terms of uh, the Wi-Fi. Anyway, uh, okay. Um, well. As expected, Mario Kart DS has been selling, you know, phenomenally. It's, you know, sold uh, somewhere in the region of, I don't know, hun hun about yeah, about 112,000, 100,000 copies. H yeah, 112,000 copies, basically, in America alone. 
which and about 52,000 of these actually have actually been online at some point during that week and that's you know no you know thing to be you know laugh at only because that is massive you know um, and cons but considering that it's slightly below the uh, the predictions of uh, Nintendo president uh, Satori Awata Satoru Arata, sorry. Um, he basically said he wants at least 90% to try it, but you know, you never know. When it comes around to it, someone, some people, since yeah, since the dongle's so rare, a lot, a lot of people haven't been able to get online. So you know, you can't really blame them for that <laughs> type of, type of error anyway. But and along with that, a lot, a lot of the advertising, there's been some advertising. I love Nintendo, you know, advertising. They, you know, they do it if, when they do it, they do it right. Like um, when it came around to like the Pokemon events, you know, they take over an entire shopping center and you know the entire wing of the shopping center, and basically have like giant men, you know, grown man, you know, balding man dressed up in like a Pikachu outfit, going Pikachu, and you know, running around going, you know, mobbing all the little kids, going eh, and the kids would be crying, and then the mother would like kick them in the, like groin or something, I don't know, but anyway, they take over like an entire like shopping center wing, and you know, and make sure the message is heard, and in this in this case with Mario Kart. In the, in the London Metro magazine, they'd be providing um, tokens, basically, uh, giving free ta taxi rides in London. And, you know, you think free taxi rides, you know, that's nothing, but taxi, you know, it's quite expensive in London, considering that, you know, a lot of the places you can't get around, but bar taxis, and, you know, it's quite good. And they they offering, actually, 10 Mario Kart-branded black taxis going around for that one day only, um, which they've yet to announce, I think. Um, basically offering one one day free cab rides if you you know got if you managed to collect uh, the tokens from uh, London's Metro magazine, but it's in the Friday's edition, so exclusive with exclusive voucher. So basically, if you have one of those, you can hail one of those um, Mario Kart branded uh, branded uh, Metro cabs in London if you want if you really want. Uh, okay, along with that. Mario Kart news. Uh, oh, when it comes down to it, that's pretty much all on uh, Mario Kart. Um, recent news, something that's you know remotely worth mentioning about. Okay, <laughs> okay, this is something worth mentioning about PlayStation PlayStation Free Pad. You know, we all you know we've all taken the piss. You know, the boomerang, the banana, the elaborate sex toy. You know, fixing on the sex a. But anyway, with the PlayStation 3 pad, you know, they're all thinking they're just producing a dummy, waiting to see Nintendo's um, remote control, and then just uh, copying the design like they've done so like for the past few pads and the the uh, joysticks and the rumbles and the shoulder pads. You know, I mean. We thought if we thought that PlayStation 3 would do that, but no, actually, according to Spong, you know, as a rumor, as a pure rumor, because most things that involve Spong are pretty much rumors, but uh, according to Spong, they said, you know, one of the Sony representatives basically, uh, you know, stated that it's not going to change much from your basic banana design, and by like a few ergonomic tweaks, basically, like, you know, making a few more, like, finger grooves just to, you know, improve your grip a little bit more but you know you think you, th you think they'll do a little bit more but I don't know personally I think uh, it's just gonna, no matter how powerful a console is it's not gonna do diddly squat if you can't control the power 
it's not going to you know, help you in the fact that you can't actually reach around and press your R buttons or you won't be able to play for more than three hours straight or, you know, not recommended two hours, you know, but, you know, you know just saying, just saying. I mean, Xbox 360 throws up a better pad and their pad is basically the same, but minus the wires. And with you know, and that and that was done ages ago with like the WaveBirds. So I don't see how PlayStation, in any sense, excuse me, uh, in any sense, is actually doing anything unique or anything to, you know, attract the person, extra players to the console. But you know, just having um, more power. But my theory is, when it comes to PlayStation Three, all that power will have to get through some sort of like a uh, bottleneck. If you th if you, if you if you follow me, um, bottleneck basically, uh, the no matter how powerful the console is, it won't be able to carry that power through, when because the wires have actually a physical capacity, basically it won't be able to let like so much data pass through at one point, even though it is able to compete like compute that much, um, data. But you know that's my theory. You know, sending uh, your your views and your opinions if you want on any of those topics um, to uh, vgstop at googlemail.com that's vgstop without spaces at googlemail.com um, also uh, something that's been quite interesting in the news Twilight Princess has been claimed to be over 100 plus hours including all side quests and personally that one game I'm really looking forward to but I think they're working the light and dark thing a bit too bit too much. But you can't complain, it's Zelda, you know, I've been a long Zelda fan for like ages and I mean my first Zelda game was uh Zelda Legend of Zelda on the C D Sonic uh, Panasonic C D I where basically um actually ironically its controller was a, was a remote control. It had a standard D pad with a plastic stick coming out of it and then you know you wiggle it about and then you do a 2D side scroller adventure which um back then wasn't that bad but now think think of it you know it must have done something to my eyes or I don't know but um uh, it, it was quite good back then um and then uh, pr proceeding through I played a uh, link to the past because I skipped through generations of gaming I think because I got into gaming again like at the N64 anyway um like uh with the yeah a link to the past um on the, and on the game boy yeah on the game boy and then on the n64 with ocarina of time that blew my mind that was a great game and then uh, majora's mask and then once i got into it i think i skipped back to the past like nes versions and you know the you know isometric sort of semi 2d views and you know working through to wind waker uh, not my personal fave, but a lot of the a lot of the uh, self shading was a you know, new twist. I don't know, it wasn't bad. I mean, again, I mean the spoiler ahead. I mean the Gandalf uh, fight at the end was you know it was harking back to something, but um, it's not nothing like Ocarina of Time. You can't touch it. Um, and now with Twilight Princess, um, it's bringing it all back, bringing it all back to the Ocarina of Time. It's meant to supersede Ocarina of Time. In fact, all like all future ideas. That was going to be implemented for future Zeldas. They actually Nintendo actually gave the go ahead to actually for the developers to use those ideas on Twilight Princess, and that's why they take a long time. In which I'm, you know, I'm all for actually. Initially, I was like, you know, a bit dubious, but 
But now, I mean, now that I know that, you know, they're going to put in all these brand new ideas, they're going to improve the graphics, have motion capture on the characters, sort of swinging on the sword, you know, I think, I think it's worth, like, you know, having it released next year. Though, like, from a marketing point of view, it's not, it's not going to do, not going to do favours for, you know, the Zelda game, but, you know, who knows? Who knows, it's Zelda, it'll sell, everyone knows it will sell, but whether it'll sell very well, you know, like Wind Waker, or you'll do Ocarina of Time runners. You know, time will tell. Basically, time will tell. Um, okay. Um, other points in news. Something quite important. Don't matter. None of that crap. Um, revolution. Revolution parental control. Not that important. Yeah, let me just rattle through it quickly. Uh, revolution parental control. Basically. It states that um, the hardware of the revolution will come out with a, like a basic program with a limit limiter, so that it'll go. How old are you? And then you, at the beginning you enter. I don't know. I'm 15. And then if you say, for example, you go off and buy an 18 game, and you put it in the console, the game will go to the console. I'm 18 rated. What 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 is your user? And then it'll go. My user is 15. And it's like, hey, what what? Hey, screw you. Get get out of the console. And basically, it won't play the game. And it'll allow like parental controls on it. Basic parents can watch them on the game. So basically, with the uh, it'll, it'll it'll basically, you know, you might be shaking your head to this, but it'll stop people like Peter Jackson and or like Peter Thompson or you know what I mean. Uh, it'll stop that you know people like that you know route route me you know, starting up issues and stuff like that. Because when it comes down to it, if parents want you to play an 18 game and you're not 18, then they'll switch it off then they've got the consent. If they don't, and you know, for parents that actually don't want you to play 18 plus games, then you know, they've they've got the option there and they won't be complaining, you know. So I think it's a smart move. If you want it, it's there. If you don't want it, you can switch it off. It's quite a good, it's quite a good thing, I think. But, you know, nothing too groundbreaking in terms of uh, news, anyway. Um, another thing, uh, I'm sure plenty of podcasts will be you know, talking about this, the Xbox 360 launch coming very soon. The launch periods and launch events have all already been kicked off. On right now, it's the 22nd of November, so you know it's already all kicked off. So you know, they're they're all getting geared up. Um, I'm sure you heard the old news, anyways, and you know um, the fact that you know 19 games are coming out f- for launch period of the Xbox 360. You're looking at um, most of the pre-orders, if not made for May, by May, a lot of you Americans, um, by May, um, you pretty much won't get it on launch day. You'll have to get it in the launch uh, period, um, a lot of the people. So, um, and I've heard a few people's distaste, you know, they basically cancelled their order and just said, you know, I really don't want that console that much. You know, it's, it's a bad thing, but when it comes down to it, a lot of people think it's Xbox trying to, you know, pull up, pull up a demand and supply uh, theory basically if supply goes down demand goes up demand goes up supply goes down so basically that's what that's what happens um, and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to reduce the supply of consoles to increase demand and basically you know slowly feed everyone so that people who didn't normally want the console they'll think hmm this is quite rare I think I might buy myself one of those but you know it could it could be genuinely that they just don't have enough consoles, but I'm thinking from the big M, you know, they might have enough money to, you know, 
you know fuel this type of like launch but you know far be it from me for me to actually judge you know what Microsoft does but <laughs> also mm, oh yes um one thing one thing to clarify we'll follow those Xbox 360 people um in terms of emulation they re in terms of the backwards compatibility they released a list of 200ish games basically stating you know these will work on your Xbox 360 and you know they're working on more games to add to that list basically and a lot of people have been wondering you know why aren't you, aren't you a lot a lot of the gaming podcasts in fact are wondering why why aren't you um doing all the good games why are you doing all the you know crap games like Barbie and you know stuff like you know um why are new games like Half-Life 2 actually appearing on but like think games like you know much better games I can't remember you know I'm not an Xbox like player myself but a lot of the other games are actually good games are actually on there um <coughs> if we're so let, so let me clarify this a little bit if you're familiar with the hack and crack scene um you'll know f as a fact I don't know as a general rule of thumb that um you can't get every game for your emulators a lot of the roms are like uh, exclusive you'll you'll notice like things like um certain roms run better than other roms some roms won't even exist unlike other roms and basically when it comes down to it programmers use certain methods of programming so say oh you can stitch you can double stitch you can single stitch you can cross stitch so if you get someone who knows how to unravel cross stitches they'll be able to un unravel all cross stitch no matter you know where the cross stitch is or ha when it was made it, you know they can unravel it but when it comes to you know double stitch they're totally inexperienced at the area they can't do it so basically you're going to have to train a person you're going to get them to you know unravel the cr you know double stitches so basically and that's why a lot of the games a lot of the good games inverted commas you know aren't actually on the list it's because the me the programs have used a different method of programming and therefore the people working on the emulation for the 360 can't actually crack the code in time so basically if you give them enough time they'll probably get it on and it also explains why crap games like barbie are actually on on this list because they've used the same programming method as i don't know uh, halo halo 2 you know for example uh, but basically that's clarifying up you know because i've heard a lot of you know people you know moaning and groaning how you know they're not actually getting their priorities right they're not doing this they're not doing that so you know um also hmm few things um let me i know i know let's, let's make let's make a nice little change uh okay um let's delve into um <laughs> our our mailbag basically um and see what new mails we've been getting you know let me answer a few of your questions although this podcast is brand new it's the first episode we we haven't built much of a fan base so um <laughs> let let me read some emails anyway uh let me see There's an email here from a Muhammad Ali Smith, who <laughs> apparently 
owns a farm in America, in, America, in Africa, and basically um, his father got killed, and he, his father was very rich, by the way, uh, you know, very rich, and basically he wants me to give me him my account details, you know, hear him out, hear him out, give him my account details, so that he can transfer his $15 million into my account and take away 60% of that, and I get 40% of the $15 million. Now, actually, let me <laughs> I think we can give him, give him a good chance, you know. I think, I think you know, $15 million, you know, just bank, bank in my account, you know. Um, <laughs> basically, let me tell you this. You don't get something for nothing. If anything, if he is real, <clears throat> if he does have $15 million, there's something wrong. Something is illegal. So, basically, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And when it comes and when it comes around to it, you know, uh, I'm getting like two emails, two from different people. One from like that Muhammad Ali guy from Africa, and there's another one, you know, of another event, but of a different sum, but typed in the same format. So I won't go around believe it. And my reply to you, Muhammad, screw you, and then you know, followed by a hand gesture, you know, they. Uh, Okay, okay, if everyone, everyone else can do this with me. Okay, if you hold your right hand out straight, your left hand goes, bends over, and your and your wrist goes on your right hand's elbow area, okay? So that you're forming sort of like a, um, mm, sort of like a plus sign, but like slightly smaller. Like, make, yeah, make, like, cross over your, cross your arms, and then straighten out your right arm. Then pull your wrist down to your, your, your left wrist down to your right elbow, okay? Then when you do so, Lift your fist up in a provocative manner and say, say it to me, screw you, Muhammad Ali. Because if you're not a boxer, then you know I'm I'm pretty much you know not afraid of you when it comes down to it. Even you know you can weigh your fifty million dollars at me as much as you want, but no. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, bloody hell, it's. It's a bit late now. Um, gonna cut this podcast a little bit short. Um, hopefully, this has given you a good taste of what's to come. So, you know, we'll have a proper schedule, proper chat hosts, possibly get some interviewers, interview in- interviewees, um, uh, and possibly at some points manage to get our mystery host on to our show. And you know, he might be able to add a few uh, PC orientated opinions at at you. Uh, Stoppers, that's what we call you, yeah. Stoppers, um, at your stoppers. So, um, you know, basically, it's gonna be a big, big, better round of show, and it's, yeah, we're gonna have to wait till uh, the weekend to hear the magical voice of Sid, uh, because he has some uh, university interviews. Um, basically, in England, you get uh, either A, you send the an application and you get an offer so that you get the grades, and when you meet the offer, you join the university, or you get an interview to get the offer to get the grades to go to uni for me i've got five out of six to do law at um at a few a few of my choice universities and for sid he's got like two interviews and the rest of them are still yet to be heard but he wants to do medicine so that's a different case altogether um overall um uh we might you know we're quite busy but you know we'll find time to you know share with you your opinions you know none of that you know bollocks basically you know re re rereading news you know want to give you p- 
your opinions, you know, and keep you relatively up to date on on the, you know, hack and crack, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation news. But you know, we're we're, we're just just to clarify, you know, for your mental note, we're Nintendo fans mainly. Um, I've got a PS. Um, I'm looking at a Xbox 360 about two years down the line. And a PSP is, you know, tempting me with uh, Liberty Cities, but overall, in general, I'm a Nintendo fan all the way, you know, power. But, and so is Sid, and uh, our mystery host uh, might, you know, dabble into a few GameCube games, but mainly it's PC. But, anyway, um, see you stop ahead later, and have a good day, night, fiesta, bar mitzvah, birthday, Christmas. New Year, go like Mole Day, I don't know. Yeah, okay.